Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome into the Letterman Lounge. It's not Monday. It's a Tuesday edition of Letterman Live. So we're actually here for a real live Appetizer Tuesday. Oh, They're coming, Jay-Z. Are. It's Fried Pickle Day. What? Yes. Yeah. yeah. What a Man. Day. We have the excitement of an actual college football yes. game to break down. And another one coming up. Hopefully, Berm and Bob are actually excited to talk about one this week. Eh. We'll see. Uh, this is Letterman Live. It is brought to you by Roosters. It's a fun, casual joint. That's Justin Zwick, Nicole Cox, Bobby Carpenter, Jeremy Birmingham. I am Austin Ward. 45-31 is the opener. Ohio State has a win. They host Oregon. And uh, 90,000 tickets already sold, Bob. 10,000 to go for the That's, horseshoe. You say that as if it's like we're well, at like I know a you're telethon. Concerned about it. We're at a telethon. I mean, got to get this sold out. Dude, it's it, the fact that it's not sold out and it's Tuesday and the game is Saturday. Hey, like, I mean, that it's not going to get sold out. And if it does, it's going to be someone coming in and just buying all the tickets. Well, Bobby Carpenter is right here. He might be able to. I already in. bought my four and I felt <laughs> like I was. Uh, Taking advantage of? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Trying well, to. Finding the right words. There. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Daisy well, must have felt similar. Well, yeah, I, I think a lot of. Uh, anyhow, there was going to be some. Ooh, there was going to be some prison comments, some different things like that. I mean, that's <laughs> that's kind of how I felt when I signed up to buy my four tickets this year. So. Remember what that the the rent is too damn high, guy. <laughs> the rent <laughs> yes. is too damn high. Like, tickets are too damn high. One sixty in the Ooh. in the C deck is a lot. I will say that for everybody uh, who's on the fence, but. I would have thought maybe after two years of not being in that building that people would all be mm-hmm. jumping at the chance, but maybe they would rather... Well, there's some people that are mad that they're not wearing masks. There's other people that are mad that you have to wear masks in the concourse, so you're not going to make everybody happy. That's, that's mm-hmm. definitely the case right now, but $2 fried pickles... Mm, and that makes everybody happy. <laughs> it will make everybody happy, yes. and winning a free bowl trip from Roosters would also make people happy. Well, there's 12 opportunities to win. There are? Yeah, you get airfare. Okay. You get deluxe hotel Ooh, accommodations. Deluxe hotel. You get two tickets. Are you serious? You go to roosterswings.com to register. You can register each and every week. They're going to be a winner selected every game. Are we taking Bobby, the week off for the bye week? That's we what I was assuming. We should pay you to like, well, you know, I mean, endorse this for us. And we've got that. So go there. Take care of it. No sign brainer. up. Easy money. You get to go on these deluxe delicious bowl packages. Yeah. 12 people and a plus one. So you don't have to go by yourself. Oh, wait, Austin. that's 24 people. Yeah. yeah so 24 people 12 packages. If you have a friend or a companion uh-huh. or are looking for companionship, yeah. you could bring that person with you. That is a nice enticement. But if I'm already at the Letterman Lounge, hey, can I just date. register here? On your phone. Oh, okay. Roosterswings.com. That's smart. Yes. I love that. Okay. Um, Roosters also is bringing us some Buckeye leaves. Let's get into it. 45-31. Nicole... Didn't have to say anything about the bowl trip, so she just gets to start right now. Bobby, <laughs> thank you for that. <laughs> she thank nailed you her prediction so last week with Thayer Munford, so yes. I don't know, you know that was she's off to a great start. Yes, who you know, um, scouts said that he looked great, had a great game, which is awesome. And um, but one guy that I was very like surprised to hear, and obviously it's because he's a true freshman, was Denzel Burke. I just felt like I was constantly hearing his name, and he just really stood out to the game for me, Um, and that would be because he, you know, he played amazing, and he, um, did he get an actual interception? I can't remember. Didn't get the interception. A couple passes broken up. Yeah, which was awesome I just it was and it was exciting too it added some excitement to the game but it was just he really showed up for the you know and 
were seven banks and seven banks they, came for out both for out. So COVID. Yeah, no, no, uh, just out. Precautionary measures. They both had. They were coming off of injuries from the spring and came Brown from last year. So Ohio State took it easy with those two. <clears throat> Didn't know seven banks was actually dressed in there. Cam Brown. They left at home, expecting both of them to play on Saturday. But that's a big time spot as you're talking about Nicole for a true freshman when two potential. NFL and he nailed right it. There. He nailed it. I was. It was just exciting to watch. So that's who I give my Buckeye leave to. Denzel Burke, <laughs> probably the first of many. Bob, goodness, looking around, who to give the Buckeye leaves to? Oh, I mean, well, it's Schlegt's time. He's gonna. Can I go? Can I go with a Cody Simon? Ooh. You know, the young linebacker oh, came yeah. in there, had a nice, nice sack. Plays, yeah. He yeah, did. Looked good. Looked really good. Do you go with a Haskell, the Rascal score, and a touchdown? I mean, there was some defensive was pressure awesome applied. <laughs> yeah, there were some nice plays out there by the defense. They also gave up some stuff. You know, I, I guess easily you could go on the offensive side of the ball, but I'm, I'm going to go with Cody Simon. Uh, young guy. Really milking the drama. On the well, <laughs> you know, I was going to maybe go to the, the offensive side. Those receivers get so open that everybody at this table could have thrown them to them. So, you know, everyone gets, I believe me, I'm not going to sit here and, and besmirch C.J. Stroud and throw shade on his good name, but like the second half, look how much better he did. I'm like, dude, he's throwing passes to guys that are, it's like the only person in this room. I mean, Garrett Wilson got so open on that deep over, you could have thrown a left-handed out of there, Jay-Z. Yeah, I mean, I mean yeah. <laughs> and I'm not saying like, hey, it wasn't great, but I'm not going to take that away from him. It was on the money. It was, it was where it needed to be, but it wasn't exactly a tight window throw. But I'm going to go with my guy, <laughs> Cody Simon, Stepped in, young player, had pretty experience, has a big sack right before the half to kind of end that, end that surge there. Got a, a decent number of reps. And I think his play is only going to increase as he continues to get more and more experience throughout the season. Jay-Z's working on his left hand. I'm trying, I'm trying yeah. to get this fly out of here because it's going to land. I want one of those. <laughs> Uh, the mac and cheese bites are back. They're back, yes. I saw them. I'm very excited about that. I we don't have that. a fly problem, guys. Berm is it's only just, just staring. Yeah, it followed me in when I came in through the door. Look at Berm. Berm is locked in. He's in locked in, yeah. Dialed. He's got his hot sauce ready to rock. He's finally stopped crying over having the nuclear wings. Which, yeah. that was which none of us knew he's ever done before. I want to be very clear. I wasn't crying. Okay, crying indicates like you're hurt. What it's else? It's a natural body. I mean, when you have had those before, it hurts you. folks. Sweat. Sweating out of your eyes? That's where you sweat from. Yeah. I mean, I can't Stigmata. believe you ordered those and we're, we're just sitting over there so quietly. I would have been so much uh, more dramatic. I'm, I'm like howling. I have the, yeah. I, like I ordered spice. the new killer. I he like likes spice. It's spice. Jay-Z, who's your player of the game? <laughs> my Buckeye leaf. It was my, it's my guy, Mine Williams. Oh, I knew it. I've been calling I, this, I've been calling this for it. the last few weeks. I'll tell you, I loved, I loved watching him. A lot of backpack. Oh, I knew it. Lo- loved watching him out there. Uh, you know, I felt like... If they maybe wouldn't have rotated, maybe we'd have had a little bit more going in that first quarter, uh, the first half. But, uh, I mean, comes out, big run, you know, to get this, you know, the first score on the board. Uh, I think he's going to be, uh, I think he's going to be our guy this year. I mean, not saying these other guys aren't going to come in and spell him and whatnot, but I, I think he is uh, giving us that number one back, and we're going to be able to pick and choose when we want these other youngins to come in. They said that was actually the slowest touchdown run of over <laughs> 70 yards since J.C. <laughs> Barrett. Barrett had his touchdown run up there. Well, yeah, it, it worked. Everything is slower in Minneapolis. That's yeah. just the way it works. But, I mean, that was pretty good burst around the edge for me. I, oh, I yeah, I mean. It wasn't Travion Henderson. Didn't he oh, say man, he, he, he got shot out of a cannon, right? But. Yes, he said he went the wrong way. Yeah. But I think people have misinterpreted that. He he wasn't supposed to go left. Yeah. The play was designed yeah. and blocked to the right. But he I think you saw Jeremy Rucker and, kicking it out. Mm-hmm. He's, we saw J.K. Dobbins for years take that and cut it inside mm-hmm. and then go. And mine's like, nah, I'm just awesome. I'm out of here. I'm taking it. He's so wheels. fast I see, going this way. I see nothing but the sideline out there. I'm going to go get it. And then 
the wheels kind of came off a little bit on the next drive at running back. But I think that maybe that was to prove a point yeah. to everyone about what Ohio State is working with. Uh, that's neither here nor there. We've been talking about that for a long time. Berm. I want to say CJ Stroud, but he completed like five passes on the Bob talked you out of it. And he, and he completed five passes for like 280 yards. When the 294 popped up at the end of the game, I said, geez, kind of he that many yards. Um, I mean. Part of me also wants to go to like Ronnie Hickman. He led the team in tackles with 11 playing that bullet position. And, and for a guy who's had some injury issues and we weren't really sure what you're going to get out of him, I thought he was a consistent guy back there. Uh, but I, I'm going to go with uh, Taraja Mitchell just because I thought raw dog. I thought that Ohio State needed a consistent, nearly every down guy at, in the linebacker room, and the, and that's what he became on on Thursday. So I'm gonna he go played about every down Taraja in that game, didn't he? It needed to seventy snaps or something. I think I saw free wheel and rotation just about everywhere else. What did you make about that at linebacker, Bob? I just we talk to the running backs all the time, and they say, well, you need a bunch of carries to get in the flow of the game. That's got to be the same way for a linebacker. There is a, a flow of the game, a feel thing, but they can also package that stuff. That you know, the, the bullet stuff. They have different situations, nickel sub packages where you can bring guys in, and you know, you can utilize their specific talents. Like Kayvon Pope is one of the best blitzers I, I've seen. He's really, really good. Um, you know, there's, he's not the biggest guy. Some liability and some other maybe potential areas. It's like, how do you find a way to get him on the field in like a blitz package? You know, they got Eichenberg's playing a lot. They're rotating and signing. Like, there's just a lot of guys that they want to try to get out there to keep them fresh, and then also find a way to ask them to do what they do really well, and don't put them in situations where they're going to be exposed and their weaknesses will be on full display for you know the offense. And so that's the balance that Al Washington's trying to strike here of figuring out what some of these guys can do, how they do in the flow of the game. Because some of the, like, the guys, that, you see them in practice, but still doing it in a game is a whole other element. And so I think he was trying to give some guys some experience that way, but then figuring out, hey, we've seen what you kind of could do in practice. Okay, let's, let's see if we can ratchet this up and find packages and ways to get that rotation going. Uh, for my pick for the Roosters Buckeye Leaf this week, I think we get spoiled by just how good Chris Olave is. He's and, amazing. Mm. And Thursday night was a reminder mm. that he's only getting better, which has got to be a scary thought. Put he and Garrett Wilson, you talked about that deep route where uh, Jay-Z could have left-handed thrown it out there. I mean, these guys are going to get open all year, so there's a, there's only so good C.J. Stroud has to be. He's going to always have these windows. But Chris Olave doing some of the stuff after the catch this time uh, that second touchdown was just, I mean, jaw-dropping. The guy is so gifted, uh, and I don't know how anyone is going to defend this passing mm-hmm. attack. It's weird. You look at the statistics, Jay-Z, you talked about the the passing yards. You look up, and wow, it was almost 300 for C.J. Mm-hmm. Stroud, and you know the rushing attempts. They 48 offensive snaps that they could grade and scored 45 points. <laughs> that ratio mm. is uncommon. I don't know how you'd sustain it, but I also can see that this potential on this offense is truly scary. It's that was just a glimpse, and of that it. was done in in the rain, in the wind, against a veteran, in a night game on and the road against a very veteran you know team that you're you know it, it's it was a slow start, you know even with CJ, I think he was just pressing, you know I mean we've seen the last four you know four quarterbacks start the year out and just be amazing. I mean what look at that pressure, I mean and that just doesn't happen. Last year when Justin was maybe, what, one incompletion through three games or something. Like, that's not normal, you know? But that's just what we, as Ohio State fans, see. And we're like, yeah, everybody should do this. Everybody we put on the field should have the same type of thing. It's not going to happen. The kid's a freshman. He's young. He was out there pressing a little bit, you know, trying to make sure he's, he was making every throw perfect. And when you do that as a quarterback, 
you tend to overthrow the ball or not put it where you want it to be. You just got to let it rip. And I think that's going to come for him as he gets more, com- you know, more confident, more comfortable, and you know, has some success. So you know what you could do. Maybe slide a little drink in one of his water bottles, just <laughs> easing the tension. A little swing loop? Loose, yeah, a little swing loop. <laughs> yeah, a swing loop. Ease it on somebody hey, else. Bob. listen, man. Like, you go out there. I mean, imagine, Judd, you play a lot of golf. You go out there, though, you got to tee off, and you're at, like, some nice you're, event. There's a lot of people oh, looking it's, at it's you. It's like, nerve-wracking, yeah. All of a sudden, you're thinking about everything. And you just start saying, get the ball in the air, please. So let a me head, swing juice. Let me head yes. back to the, the bar real quick <laughs> and just kind of get my mind right. Maybe that's what they needed for to CJ. To fair, you're advocating that the – so, is that, so you're telling me that's what he did at halftime. Gets drunk before the game. <laughs> no, listen. He didn't say out. drunk. Uh, just, what I said. Okay. Just, you, just, you get to that right just a little nip. Just easing the tension. All right. <laughs> like, like Chubbs and Happy Gilmore. Yeah, easing on somebody else, Bob. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I caught that in there. Believe me. Listen, it's probably the position that requires the least amount of cardiovascular effort on wow. the field. So yeah. I think you'd be all right. Quarterbacks are notoriously lazy. Well, not necessarily lazy. He's just saying we don't have to spin up and down the field crying. the whole Here's time. Here's the thing. Against okay. behind that offensive line, behind that offensive line, they, you shouldn't have to move. You shouldn't have much. to move at all. This is what yeah. happens when you put words into people's mouths. You cast aspersions. I wasn't crying. Yeah. I was a man just sweating. Man water sweat, coming out of your eyes. Out of your eyes. Right. I mm-hmm. love when I lose control of the show in the first segment while Nicole's still here. <laughs> she had something doing. to say about C.J. Stroud. Oh, I just. I think it's important to remember, and I, Justin, you said it, and Bobby, not so much, that <laughs> that he he's he's a freshman, he's a kid, and I can't. I just like watching him. I thought, I don't know how he's. I felt like he stayed very calm. I could see you could watch him get like a little bit nervous watching. Like, okay, I got to make this pass, and that's why they work together as a team. And he said at the end of the um, game, just that his team is the reason they were able to win because they kept pumping him up and believing in him. And I just can't even imagine like the pressure of that. I'm that kind of person though. Like I could never be a quarterback. I'd be two in my head. That there's any point in that second quarter when Ryan Day was going, Kyle, you should try to loosen up a little bit. Here's the difference. The the announcers were. I'm just asking. I don't think he he was. I'm wondering. You think that there was a moment where that was uh, creeping into his brain. Gus Johnson, if the if the line was one and a half quarterbacks taking stats for Ohio, snaps for Ohio State. Yeah. Gus oh, Johnson he had the over. Had the for sure. over. I mean, they threw him to the wolves at halftime. Get him out there. like, geez, guy. I, I don't think so. That, that's the difference with Ryan. And, you know, he, it's just his temperament. And you see him, like, he, he always looks very mm-hmm. composed. Like, he gets upset about missed calls. But th- that game right there, I feel, and this is not a knock on Urban Meyer, but that's that's the type of game that they lost in Purdue and Iowa, where you get behind early and you get in that chase game, mm-hmm. and you're like Chevy Chase in Vegas vacation, chasing down everything, trying to score a hundred points in one play. Mm-hmm. Instead of hey, come out, just throw that bubble screen out there, Chris. Go get ten yards, hand it off, get seven, do this. Okay, now we've got them set up. Go, Bing. all right, and we're good. Whereas opposed to like you come out and it's like press, we've got to score. We need to we need to cover the spread. Hey, just get the win. We'll worry about the spread at a, at a different point in time. And by the way, Ryan Day covers the spread. It's just, a, and I think he's covered it just about every time he's been here in Big Ten games. And I think to touch on that a little bit, I think him naming the starter when he yeah. did helps that tremendously, right? I mean, just for the fam, like, all right, he had two weeks of whatever to get ready as the starter. If we had come up into game week and it had been Monday or Tuesday. All right, we're gonna go with CJ this week. You know, three days later, that first half happens. You know, he might be thinking something different, but you know, he knew that was his guy. He had a he had a feeling, I think, going even through spring last year, and uh, he named him early, and you know, that, there that's were, his guy. There were fans in the stands, like CJ and those guys. Even being there last year, like they're, they're playing at basically, you know, at, at 
morgues. Like there's nobody there. I mean, it's totally different sun. sport when there's when exactly. There's, and so they, they felt you got behind. Like that's a tough environment. It was a lot louder. Momentum, momentum is yes. no joke. It was and, louder and there than I expected it to be. Uh, you know, being field level, it was way louder in Minnesota. They were winning, of course. They were going to be juiced up. It was. <laughs> saying, it, it, it was, was worst case scenario for fifty thousand mm-hmm. folks. They mm-hmm. made a lot of noise. It was raining, which. You know, desert quarterbacks thrown in the rain. I think there might be uh, some truth to having to overcome that a little mm-hmm. bit. It was loud. The guy had never played, and you're losing at halftime. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's bad. And so the worst thing Ryan could do is like, hey, nobody panic. Kyle, get Yeah, back like, it in. You're, you're going. You, you, can't, you can't tell him not to panic, and then you pull your starter yeah. in half. Yeah. Because that's, that's like every coach is going to go there. Hey, just be calm. We're better than they are. Mm-hmm. We got it. We're doing some stupid things, shooting ourselves in the foot. Let's get rid of that, and we'll be fine. Yeah. And they were, and that's why Ryan's really—he's a heck of a football coach. Yeah, yeah I. Sorry, Go Austin. Ahead, go ahead. I just was really excited to yeah, say this. So I'm glad you guys touched on that because I admired so much how usually you go into halftime and you're losing, and you're just like, oh, this could go one way or the other. Like you could just start panicking, like you see it, and. To see them come out with confidence and C.J. Stroud, you know, like he played better in the second half than yeah. in the first. And so I I was just so impressed with that and seeing that. Yeah, Ryan, I was going to say that he said after the game that their conversation between you know, Ryan Day and C.J. Stroud was, hey, we don't know what's going to happen. You might throw four interceptions. You might throw four touchdowns. Now, I don't know how true a four interception yeah. situation might have been. <laughs> I don't know if he gets to the four. <laughs> but he yeah, said, you know, they, that they were going to keep swinging. And, and part of that is what you were alluding to, Jay-Z, you probably knew through spring when he was always leading the line. Mm-hmm. There's so much invested in building him in to be the starter and not as much in Kyle McCord or Jack Miller at this point. Now, that's not mean that they're not important to the ride moving forward, but that was the guy that they were building the offense around, putting their confidence in. And if you, you can't take that away after 20 minutes, yeah. especially when I mean, you, you can, like, but it's like not, not a good idea. Bad idea yeah. And, yeah. and one other thing too, and you know this, Justin, from playing the position, having success early in the game, that can calm you down. And sometimes you need your guys to go make a play. Yep. And Garrett Wilson's a great receiver. He threw a pass that was slightly overthrown to Garrett Wilson, but a pass we wa- have watched him mm-hmm. make that catch a million times. Like for mm-hmm. him, we put him in such high esteem. That's a routine catch. He makes that catch. Mm-hmm. You might develop a little bit more of a yep. rhythm early on yep. and not have that struggle. You, you stay on the field. Well, and all of a sudden you throw a couple maybe that are yeah. high, and then you get that one. Like, oh, I had it. And then, you know, it snowballs like you know, like your golf swing. You have one shank, and then all of a sudden you're just shanking all Don't over the place. say that word. Huh? I say it all the time because it's, in, well, it's part of my game. That's the problem. You, can't, you shouldn't <laughs> I'm a say realist. the word. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I mean – you're right, Bob. I mean, getting that confidence early, even though it wasn't there for him to come out in that third quarter and still have it, still be able to put the ball where it needs to be, even though those, even though they were wide open, it just shows you kind of his mental strength there. Nicole, before you go back to your day job, what do you expect to see on Saturday? What's the score? What are you still hoping to uh, find out about these Buckeyes? Um, well, I Vegas just, is waiting. I think I'm just still anxious to kind of see everyone, the way everyone was working. And, um, you know, we had a lot of freshmen out there. I'm anxious to see if some of the more seniority guys come back out. Um, but it's exciting. That's a home game. I can't wait to hear how loud <laughs> it is in there. I wrote my score down, guys, because I'm not remembering it. But I think I said, oh, 21 what you had. Buckeyes. Sure, there'll be a Roosters food truck around somewhere. There is in it's Fan the offici- Fest. It's the official wing of Ohio State Athletics. They'll be in the stadium. They're everywhere, well, taking off. Thanks, Love Bobby. I didn't even. She didn't even tell me that beforehand. I just so you can go to the I game and get Roosters. That Roosters would be there. Yeah. So the um, food truck is in Fan Fest. So definitely go visit. We've missed being there. So Thurman we're very Fan excited. Fest for the first time ever. Are they really? Are they? The I didn't even know that. <laughs> Buckeye offense, full throttle. Which, if you're gonna pick we up some CJ, CJ stop, we need CJ to stop by, get some wings and a beer, and be ready to go. Right on the walk to this golf session. Yeah. If they have the nuclear wings at the food truck, Berm will be there crying. We then, do not. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, well, not, yeah. not, sa- not it's, safe it's for kids. It's better for everybody. Not safe yeah, it's for better kids. for everybody not to have them there. What do you need that knife for, bud? A knife. <laughs> uh, good. Uh, all right. Anything else they need to know? Saturday is it open at normal times? Have we get ready for a noon kickoff? As of right now, right. we're normal times, right. but um, they can always call their location. Sometimes they open early for carryout. Um, I know this location has in the past. I don't know if they are just with staffing, and but um, and everyone just still remember to register for the bowl trip. Huge congratulations to Frank Hess. He's our week one winner. He Frank was so Hess. Frank Hess. pumped when I called him. Real he was people like, well, I'm going to have the best week, and I was so he's great. Yes, that's awesome. One winner in the books, and one win for Ohio State in the books. Yes. Nicole is going to get out here. We're going to take a quick break. This is Roosters. It's a fun casual joint and Letterman Live. We'll be right back. Roosters is one of the unique companies that we deal with. They're involved in everything we do from our personal foundation to also the Cancer Research Fund. And that's from the Buckeye Cruise from Cancer to all the events leading up to the Buckeye Cruise. They donate back to different organizations that are near and dear to their heart. And we're so fortunate to have been with Roosters now for a long, long time. All the folks at Roosters are just genuinely kind folks and they want to make a difference. Thank you, Roosters Foundation. Thank you, Roosters Foundation. Thank you, Roosters Foundation. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, we're back for Letterman Live. Second half adjustments. You can see that the mac and cheese bites have been moved and attacked. Tears of joy. Tears Burn of joy. Was, I was now, that crying time I was again. actually crying. Yeah, some more tears. That from time Burn. was this, crying. It's been a tough day for this him. This has been the crying It's not show. a tough day. It's tears of happiness because mac and cheese bites are back. Joy and pain. We've just covered it all. It's been a full day. A That's Jim Valvano day for Berm. Yeah, been, I like that. You laugh, cry, eat some wings, eat some mac and cheese bites. Roosters. You've lived a full Letterman day. Lounge. You've had a great day. Um Great day. And the Buckeyes had one great night on Thursday. How great was it? Defense was a little bit of a mixed bag. Uh, Robbed of an hmm. interception. That yes. makes it look very different. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dallas Gantt just a little bit too high. I guess the call was accurate, but I'm I, sure I'm that somebody done. played in the... I, I want, I'm going to... People that try to defend that call, I want someone to take their helmet... Their, well, put a helmet on the ground. Or they can put it on someone else. And then I want them to hit that with their hand. And then they can switch and do it with another person. Now, which hurt worse? Mm-hmm. You're getting hit in the helmet? I'm like, I understand we don't want dudes like launching and spearing or like throwing clotheslines. But I'm like, when you go up like that and you like graze them with your arm, it wasn't a malicious like takedown on. I'm like, my goodness, man. And like that goes for when it's called on our guy. Like, anybody. Anybody. I just, I'm like, come on, man. It's an arm. Soft. It's not like the face right into the beak. That's one thing where it's not like think back and I'm walking to school uphill both ways and it's you know, like the game <laughs> yeah, was I'm thinking more, back to how many times I got yeah. pushed on my butt oh, after I got was, rid of a ball was more physical and not <laughs> called 20 years ago that's just a fact yeah 
It is. Jay-Z's thinking it's about a, it's it right now. It's a sad, sad all the fact. 15 free cards. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It just uh, seems like they're calling it all the time now. It yeah. does, man. The game last night? Mm. <laughs> what, four? Yeah. Guys ejected? It's I mean, dudes, dudes are getting on running backs inside yeah. the bo- like box. Yeah. And getting targeting. You know, look at him one because these guys are great athletes. I'm like, they're not that good, bud. What would you? <laughs> I mean, how do you fix that? You got a running back putting his head down, That's coming through a hole, and then you get you get the flag. I mean, it's insane. That is part of the problem. At least I mean. they got that one right. Or the one with Taraji Mitchell in the, in the yes, like that would have been him with his shoulder in like the side. Yeah, yeah. Like, what do you want him to do? Yeah, exactly. All right, so Kerry Combs still mm. has not had a full complement in the secondary. You know, you, you hear instantly, well, 31 points is not good enough. Still don't know if Kerry Combs can do it. And Hey, I don't know if you can make a final judgment that he is or isn't the right guy to be the defensive yeah. coordinator, but how, I mean, you got to imagine having your stuff that was con- yeah. that concerning out of that game with considering the context, but Jay Z, you might have a, well, I'm just saying, I mean, you got it. Not having your three top, you know, guys in the secondary. I mean, I, I didn't know that going into the game, right. you know, I mean, it, I don't think it many people was kept secret. It was kept secret pretty well, I guess, you know, it's just like, I give him the benefit of the doubt. Like he doesn't have his full stack. Now you're never, you're, you're not, you're not going to have. You know, somebody's going to get hurt or this or that. But I mean, to have three guys out going into a night game on the road against a Big Ten team, yeah, I, I give him the benefit of the doubt there. With four new linebackers starting, I mean, he's got freshmen on the outside. Come on, that's the thing. You're playing freshmen in a yeah. hostile environment. Like people look at that from the offensive side, but those guys, they're getting harassed. They're yelling. You're coming off the sideline. You're getting burnt. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. and there's lights. It's night. I mean, it's. Like, you can feel the weight of the world on you. It would have been nice to have Cameron Brown and Seven Banks just as steadying presence. Yes. Who have they played in games with fans? Yeah. They remember those times, what that was like. Yep. Played in big games. Like, you remember Cameron Brown coming to the Michigan game a couple years ago, right. playing really well. Seven Banks playing really well last year and probably probably the best corner that Ohio State had on the field. And so to have those guys there, like, calming presence. Not that the young guys wouldn't have played, because they rotate mm-hmm. a lot yeah, of guys, no but just be like, hey, you guys just chill for just a series, okay? <clears throat> they, Dylan Wright's good. That dude, for, where did he transfer from? A&M? A&M, I think. Right? I mean, dude's 6'3", 215, yeah, and, can, can, and can run. That was a nice ball. Like, people get upset about the technique, and like they're not turning. I'm like, God, yeah. you're trying to coach all that and trying to get them to do it. But it, it's not like, hey, we, you think they have other guys who do it better? That yeah, they're they're just, on scholarship too, right? They're I just mean, fighting, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like that was a great well, ball and a great catch in, in the corner of the end zone. I honestly believe, like, you know, Seven Banks was there and could have played, and they they if they needed him. They've acknowledged that, but to me, all that saying is that the gap between Seven Banks and Ryan Watts and Denzel Burke isn't. It's pretty thin. It's it's very thin if there's one at all. I mean, I don't care when Cam Brown and Seven Banks are back next week. Ryan Watts and Denzel Burke are going to be the starting corners. I'm going to be willing to put money on it. For oh, Saturday. really? I, I really do. I think that those are those are the guys you're going to roll with, and you're going to let Seven and and Cam be it, you know the the rotation <clears> with them. But I I think that they've pretty much made their mark you heard him heard ryan day on monday or tuesday he's like that's our guy you know he, he's earned the the right to start and i think that they're going to stick with it i think that's more clear for denzel burke than ryan watts or mm-hmm. you know, certainly legend cavazos ryan had a Martin. panic he had a panic moment Didn't, out there on the field that was one of the most blatant pass interferences that you're ever gonna he see. got beat and was like full freak out <laughs> yeah. that, that happened that he happened tackled the guy to the ground the guy got up and the ball then hit the guy my the point head. is hey he loses it Take him down. Yeah. I'll give him 15, not a touchdown. Well, they, and so They saw earlier in the game where you're allowed to hit people before the ball lands <laughs> on the ground. So he thought maybe that was a, a way to go. That, By the they didn't way, get a flag on that one. The ruling is you have to give the returner the opportunity the to catch, to the, catch ball. the football. If the ball is still in the air, it doesn't matter. You can't like, hit him. They're like, oh, that's a great no call. Guys are moving around. I'm like, 
Dude, they don't know that he's yeah, not yeah, trying to catch. They don't know where that and ball is. And he may have got a bad read, like, and they changed it. And the NFL used to be able to fair catch and then go blast dudes when they're trying to down it. Mm. And they said, like, well, you can't. The argument was like, well, you, you're you, being protected. You yeah. can't hit him, so why can you hit the other guy? And it's like, okay, yeah. but you until the ball hits the ground, mm. you have to give that guy space. And imagine if Garrett Wilson had got hurt on that, yeah. and they never throw a flag. Like that was mind blowing. There was never. And nobody said a word about it. There really, was never. I'm looking like around in the press box. Like, yeah. What the hell? I like, watched it like. Maybe I'm an idiot because nobody's saying anything about it. That's big there, ten there was baby. never an explanation given. I was no. very close to where Ryan Day was on the field with that official, and the official just basically said, "I don't know." That's it. <laughs> but he he hit him. But yeah, he wasn't <laughs> catching it. But did you know that? Did he know yeah, that? Yeah, no. The ball was still in the air. Yeah. I, I think they just like turned their head, like, "Hey, where's the ball?" I don't know. Like, there were guys who I there? played with who, when they would feel guys getting close to them, they would sit there, hold, 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 and they knew the ball was to one side, and then jump like and try to engage in contact. And like they were really good at it, and they could do that and still Draw catch the, the ball. Yeah, basically, mm-hmm. it's the same thing. Like you have to give that guy the opportunity to catch the football, as we saw, as we saw like multiple times Saturday and Sunday. You know, guys playing like they protect those punt returns a lot. Okay. Just apparently not in that game. You want to talk about who's more vulnerable? A guy looking up in the air with his head, yeah, or like somebody sprinting yeah, down on him, or like a quarterback yeah. standing there, like trying to run and then sliding the last. Like you can at least see what's going on. Yeah. Literally, look up in the air. Uh, those guys are the bravest dudes on no the field. They're the bravest dudes. On the things are swirling around, and some of those guys never fair catch anything. Like you're, like you're nuts, Wilson, dude. Yeah. <laughs> never fair catches. Takes them right in the chest. Oh. Jalen, Jalen Marshall. It's, sometimes it's not brave. It's brave. It's sometimes it's crazy. Well, that's crazy like a fox. Crazy like a fox. So, <laughs> to, to go back to what happened in this opener, if people look at the 31 points or uh, 400 yards given up. Obviously, Ohio State doesn't accept that. I'm not trying to make any excuses for what happened. The standard is the standard, Austin. The standard is the standard. But sometimes there are explanations for it. And obviously, removing two key starters is one part. Uh, and then losing Josh Proctor late in the game. Um, you know, that's what it is. And I know that this sounds like <clears throat> another excuse. But if you take out the one bust, which obviously counts against everybody, the 56-yarder, mm-hmm. Ohio State allowed 3.7 yards per carry. On the rest, vast majority of the game, they played well. We've had this problem before where we talk about Ohio State's defense and like, all right, well, if you have four or five explosive plays given up, it doesn't matter how good you are on 95% of the other snaps. But that wasn't really the case for this no. game. I thought Ohio State played a sound game and had, you know, legend Cavazos misses a tackle. A young corner yeah. mm-hmm. in, a, in a short yardage situation. Credit P.J. Yeah. Fleck for they had the right play called. Even if he makes the tackle, it's still a first down. Mm-hmm. It's three or four yards, not 57 or whatever it was. You have a young corner in a one-on-one situation, and when you go to try to sell out to stop short yardage, you eliminate the levels of your oh. defense. So as soon as you crack that opening yeah. that opening level, they had a nice hole there. He didn't really have to kind of make a move in the hole. He was able to get to the get to Cavallo, Cavallo, Legend Cavallos and be able to put that move on, and then there's no safety. Right. Like, so you have no one else there. And so that, that hap- you see it happen a decent see, amount of time. You see that happen a lot in short yardage If you pop through, if you can get through, there's no one behind him. I mean, it's Jonathan no Wells in, in Michigan, 0-1. Yeah. You know, it's fourth and one, boom, he goes to the house. Oh, Beanie did it your, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. your senior year. Yeah. And it's just there's nobody there to stop it, so you then get past Antonio that initial. Pippen did it the year after. Or maybe it was it Pippen. And then Michael flipped. Wiley did it. It's flipped, yeah. And, and Mike Weber did it once. And Mike Weber. And Jay yeah, so it happens. Multiple times. So when people are freaking out about it, it's just like, well, that's one It's a play. missed tackle. Yes, it's a missed tackle. That stinks. We hunted him down. We, we got him before he was able to score, even though they went on to. But, uh, you know, those fourth and one plays, you're still on out the line of scrimmage trying to get a stop. Are you concerned about it? Yeah, I'm concerned about it. I mean, I, I think that – but I also am 
What level? And that back what? is a really good back. I'm looking I mean, let's just talk about that. He had a game. And that's a real shame that he's It is a shame. Because Minnesota, the way that they played without offensive mm-hmm. line. They looked like the best team in the West. They could have yeah. won the West. Yeah. Like, that's, that's I mean, he, was a, he was a tough runner. I think the expectations of football are changing. I mean, even look at Alabama. They've pretty much decided we're going to just score, outscore everyone every week. And, you know, they didn't give up 31 points <laughs> to Miami, who's terrible, by the way. Um, but, <laughs> yeah. you know, it, Alabama has changed their approach. They they've realized you're not going to shut everyone out anymore. Like you've got to be willing to score points and, and take some chances. And that's what I didn't like personally. I just thought the Buckeyes were too conservative defensively. I want to see some selling out. I want to see more blitzes. And I know again, this is where you start to look at it versus who you're playing. Minnesota was obviously going to be run heavy. They have great offensive line. You know they're going to run the ball seventy percent of the. They had it for forty minutes. Yeah, I mean they, mm. they obviously did a great job keeping the ball away from Ohio State. But to me. The, the the play that really changed the game for Ohio State, aside from the Zach Harrison strip sack, was the Cody Simon sack at the end yeah. of the first half. Because I thought Minnesota at that point, with the lead, with momentum, I thought they were going to score on that drive. And mm. then you do get into that situation, that Purdue-Iowa-type feel, where all of a sudden it's like, okay, the wheels are this close to coming They're down off. two scores. Mm. You're down two scores going into half. It seems like a fluky last play, you know, last minute and a half. And um, so I thought that when they decided to bring pressure like that, I thought it makes a difference. So I, I just want to see more of that, to be honest. I want to see them be aggressive. And that, the Cody Simon blitz and then the Zach Harrison strip sacks, which on the, on the drive before, he had almost had another one. Close. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's probably when Minnesota realized, all right, well, if we try and throw or take our time back here, that's not going to work against this Ohio State defense. I just think there are a lot of things that they would take out of that and be happy with, not completely satisfied but if you get better from week one to week two, which most teams will, mm. um, that's a building block for Ohio State's defense. So that's they got to be healthy. I mean, flat out. I mean, if Josh Proctor is even dinged up, you still don't know what's going on with Court Williams, if he's going to be able to play. You don't know what's entirely up with Seven Banks and, Court, and Cam Brown. And you just you got to get these guys healthy. Dallas Gant did not play very well against Minnesota. His first time back on the field in a while after foot injuries, he's, he's getting reacclimated. Just a lot of these little moving parts. Jaron, Jaron Cage, who didn't play, uh, you know, he was expected to be a starter for Ohio State right. this year. So now you're taking a, another starting defensive player out of the game. And there's just a lot of moving parts. And I don't want to make excuses for Kerry Combs because he did, he wouldn't make them himself. But, you know, the explanations do matter. But at some point, you're going to have to just play beyond them. And the other thing, too, is a lot of those guys that you mentioned, you know, outside of Cage and some of the guys up front, but the linebackers in the corners, like a lot of those guys, that was their first time playing. Like yeah. significant action. I on believe the field. it was seven first time starters were on the field for the first time. And so you take wow. that, the improvement that should happen. Now, if we're talking about these same issues week four and five, mm-hmm. you're like, yeah, this is bad. Because you had a little bit of that a couple of years ago with Greg Sean. It was just like, there was never any improvement. Mm-hmm. Right. But I believe that there'll be like a couple really cataclysmic jumps in these first couple of weeks where, hey, yeah, we talked about it in practice. Like, mm-hmm. And now you know and you understand. You can't understand everything sometimes until yeah. you experience yourself in the game. And Ryan Day said it on Thursday night after the game. He wanted to get through Minnesota with a win. He wants to get through Oregon with a win, and then they can take a moment, reset, <clears throat> and figure out where they're at. Because this way the season started off, the yeah. way that the schedule is, it's very abnormal. It's, it's an unusual circumstance for Ohio State to play these two types of games right off the bat. So you get through them. You win them both, and then you look at Akron or Kent State or Bowling Green or whoever the hell they play. Tulsa. Yeah. Tulsa. Tulsa, that's right. Tulsa. I, don't, I don't even <laughs> – Golden don't, Hurricanes? Yeah, the, the Golden Hurricanes, right. They dropped their opener to UC Davis. UC Davis, correct. Mm. Yeah. Is that the Banana Slugs? Uh, I think they're 
the jackhammers. Spider monkeys. They've got a good baseball team, I believe. I think so. Not a good football Heard team. But Who cares? They shouldn't be winning football <laughs> games no, that's against Division One. Spider two wide banana. That's, that's the question. <laughs> spider, yeah, spider two wide banana. So uh, <laughs> here's the thing with all that. If you look at a lot of the teams in the top ten, I mean, Cincinnati dominated. I called their game with Miami. They looked really good. Bama looked really good. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, a lot of those other teams, like Georgia and Clemson, play each other. So you could say they're playing you know elite level competition. But I would say Minnesota's probably. With he, with Ibrahim mm-hmm. had as good a chance to win the West as anybody. I would say they were right there with Iowa and Wisconsin. But did anybody else like really separate to you outside of Bama? Like no. even when I'm watching that Georgia Clemson game, like these teams look good, but it's not like they're blowing me out of the water with greatness here. And Berm said this. I mean, how much credit do you really want to give for beating Miami? I, I think no, Miami's fake good, dude. I, I think yes. that's a product of name recognition and appreciation. And we learned earlier this year that they're not good. We've seen <laughs> instead of letting them win six games and saying, "Oh, the U is back." Yeah, we don't have to pretend. <laughs> exactly. Just like we don't have to pretend with Nebraska mm-hmm. or maybe even Notre Dame, which Florida State was really close in that. It was, one. it was a bad weekend for the ACC and bad weekend for the Pac-12. You got North Carolina losing, Clemson losing, Miami losing, Florida State losing. I mean, that's a bad, bad. Florida week. State actually was like Florida one State of the was a surprise, yeah. most redeeming. Games yeah, yeah they at least when your best, hard, when your right? best mm-hmm. win is a loss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but at least the Pac-12 got a win. Yep, they got one. Hey, UCLA look good. Yeah, they're play, they're, I think they're pretty. They're playing physical. I know oh. one thing, LSU has dudes. Now, they may have an incoherent offense and a lot of other issues, mm-hmm. but to be able to beat them up like that and to run run the ball and to have you know, big passes, like their guys didn't get slower. Like They recruit fast, athletic guys. And I, I'm impressed. Chip Kelly, they might be the best team in the Pac-12 this year. Did you know that Chip Kelly used to coach Oregon? I heard that. I, uh, did, did you know Ryan Day coached for Chip Kelly? What? No. It's crazy. You learned, so, you learned so much at a Tuesday. Did you know that Chip Kelly once went to, oh, was it Northwestern, to find out things about offensive football from, from Ke- Kevin, Wilson. Kevin Wilson. Wow. Oh, wow. Did I you like, know that Kevin Wilson's on the staff here? I like how things are just That's, all circular. I like it all just comes time, time it's is up a and down, circle. and it's around. Time is a flow. I can't even wrap my brain Go, around that. Do the bull right dance, feel the, the flow. flow. It goes through you. Jeez, oh, Friday. I like it. Be the bull. I like it. So this week's show is brought to you by Roosters and Happy Gilmore. <laughs> yeah. It's been a fun one. We had a game to break down. We got another huge one coming Saturday at noon in the Horseshoe. It's Ohio State and Oregon. Appreciate Nicole Cox having us in to the Letterman Lounge. That's Jay-Z, Bobby Carpenter, Jeremy Birmingham. I am Austin Ward. Thanks so much for watching. We'll see you right back here uh, on a Monday, back in our normal time slot. Uh, thanks for the patience for the holiday. Enjoy the week. Enjoy the game. We'll see you next week.